Hey there, welcome to ChirpCast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. How many risks have you taken today? Did you drive your car? Did you use an elevator? How about using an electric toothbrush? You roll your eyes, but ask the guy who got his toothbrush head stuck in his gums. Now that is an image I seriously cannot unsee. Um, According to mentalfloss.com, you're more likely to be injured by dancing than playing video games. In fact, your chances of dying while dancing is 1 in 100,000. I gotta say, that is a lot higher than I thought. Well, sometimes our fear far outweighs our faith. I can look back and think of several occasions where my fear ultimately went out. I missed out on exciting trips and roller coasters because I was frankly just too afraid. I didn't think that the risk was worth it. However, there have equally been times when I just took the leap of faith, the blind step, just like Indiana Jones. He couldn't see the steps in front of him, but he believed that they would be there when he stepped out. And sure enough, they were. Well, the idea of today's topic came while I was thinking about how we are all doing something that someone else can't or won't do. I never wanted to be a pastor's wife period. It was not something I was jumping at the chance to put on my resume. Not in the least bit. In fact, at the wise old age of 18, when my husband proposed to me before saying yes, I made him promise me that he would not become a minister. Well, I'm sure God had a really good laugh at my expense on that one. So let's fast forward several years and I'm driving in my car home from work and I felt God say to me, It's time to work where you live. Well, I knew this to mean in ministry, but did I go home directly and tell my husband? Absolutely not. I had a plan, and that was not the direction that I was taking. In my mind, I already had it planned out. He would work, take care of us. Eventually, I would get to stay home and raise our daughter. We would build our happy, safe, little perfect life together. Well, that's not what happened. Very rarely the women with whom I talked to say that they were so excited to be a pastor's wife or even in full-time ministry. Well, pretty much none of them. Why? Because they feel, just as I did, unqualified. I always thought that I had to act a certain way or fit into some church-shaped mold. How wrong I was. The risk for me came in the form of what I thought others wanted from me to have all the answers, to play the piano. Yes, every pastor's wife I have ever known played the piano. And I couldn't even tap out Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, to be honest. Wearing a certain type of clothing, keeping my hair longer than my shoulders, my list of self-doubt and fear grew by the second as I contemplated this path. The reward, if you will, of a title was definitely not worth the risk of living under a microscope in my eyes. However, my fear, as it turned out, was not special. I didn't have the corner market on fear of one's calling. We tend to think that our calling, quote-unquote, is going to so radically change our lives that we will never own our own time again. And God is probably going to send us to be missionaries in another country. Well, sometimes he does. We had a friend who spent several years in China teaching English, and he loved it. 
But as followers of Christ, we should already understand that our lives are not our own. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 talks about how we are bought with a price. And honestly, it's a hefty one. In fact, it was paid by God's own son on a cross. Well, maybe your question is, well, I don't have a calling and I'm not looking to be in ministry or be a pastor's wife anytime soon. So, you know what? Living risky, not really my thing. Well, friends, you're wrong. Here are three verses that should give you a few ideas, just in case you're fresh out. Proverbs 31, 8 and 9 says, Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. So, you might read that and kind of go, Okay, but what does that mean in real life? So actually having to put the work in means maybe working or volunteering with a nonprofit, such as a homeless shelter or a men or women shelter, um, your local Salvation Army, or even volunteering at a local pregnancy center. Trust me, they're always looking for volunteers. Mark 16:15 says, He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Now you might say, there it is. I'm not called to be a preacher. Well, actually, you are. You can help out with your local VBS or even a short-term mission trip. How about teaching Sunday school in your home church or volunteering to lead a Bible study? Preaching and talking about God, that is our calling. And then lastly, 1 Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Well, for me, this pretty much screams, share your testimony. Be a positive note in someone's sad song. Now, I chose to get out of my comfort zone. I decided to take the risk because I was called to be a voice, to share how Christ has changed me and continues to do so. To be honest with you, it isn't always easy. I don't always say the right thing or act the right way. There are plenty of times when I've gotten it wrong and I felt really flawed, but I am really honestly determined to do what God wants me to do. However, he sees fit to open the doors. One of those doors seems to be the podcast, sharing my crazy side of how I see life, and also writing on my blog, Free Bird Words. This has been an honor for me to share kind of the thoughts and the craziness in my head, and that you would choose to give me a few minutes of your day. It's very humbling, honestly. So what happened after stepping into ministry? Well, it was and has been the wildest of rides. We are celebrating 13 years at our local church this September, and we lovingly call it the Misfit Church. All the fears that I had at one point or another were found to be honestly invalid. There was no mold for me to fit into. In fact, who I am has been just the person to fill the job. My crazy short hair, several tattoos, many piercings, sassy self. I'm not too much for God. I am doing the job that others cannot. And maybe you are too. God bless you mamas who are home day in and out with the house filled with kiddos. 
That is a calling. To teach, love, support, and grow those tiny hearts into the amazing people they will be. For you career go-getters, props to you. You face challenges with grace and grit head-on, providing for your families and showing Jesus' love, hopefully, on a daily basis. And us creative types with a million ideas swirling around in our heads, we're the dreamers. And dreamers are needed to shove, uh, I mean, gently encourage, the intellectuals. I can go from zero to 60 in nothing flat, but I often need the thinkers to help me flesh out my ideas. We are all called to share in ministry. It's not just for a select few. The Bible speaks of having many members of one body. Working toward the goal of using your unique gifts and abilities moves the body forward. And I'm all about moving forward. I love new projects, new ideas, being creative, and watching it come to life with the work of many hands or brains. The question of what's my calling is simple. Share Jesus through your life every day. Is there a risk that you've taken in the past or you're thinking about taking now that requires you to push yourself outside of your comfort zone? Well, let's do this together. I would love to hear from you or even spitball. That sounds so disgusting. <laughs> a few different ideas with you. Thanks for listening today. Please share as you are encouraged. And you can follow me on Instagram at ChirpCastAmy or check out freebirdwords.wordpress.com. Now, let's get out there and take a flying leap. Of faith, that is. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>